Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? I'll tell you. Because it's easy to use. Because it's safe and secure. And because you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against a lot so they know I sent you. Take it away, Boss Tones. Against all odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal comes to you on a Wednesday morning. I think I got the day right today. Yes, indeed. Spaghetti, meatballs, fiddling with the knobs. We have Scott, the Grizz, Holmes, produced in this mess. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, let's get to the big news. We have to have to cover this. Um, the hut, fellas, has been out pizzaed. It really has. Little Caesars announced they are the new official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Now, I think they would have to. This would be interesting if they're announcing it, but they're not actually the new official pizza sponsor. But I think they are. The NFL has not objected. And <laughs> I don't know. This came out yesterday afternoon or last night. I've been going back and forth with idiots on Twitter telling me Little Caesars is good. I made the one comment that all this stuff is crap. And you would have thought that everyone's grandmother is in the kitchen cooking up Little Caesars pies. Oh, my God. Defending it as as I'm sure you will, Harry. Little Caesars Pizza Hut. I, I, I cannot comment on which is the better pizza because I, I think it all sucks. But go ahead. God, this is elitist of me. I understand. Which well, is better? Well, look, I, I will say this: that uh, Little Caesars doesn't promise how good their pizza is. They don't they say don't? how good it is, but they do. But they do say it's all. They do say it's always hot and ready. And I will say this: <laughs> they have a they have a lunch special for five dollars. Ready, ready is pretty pretty vague. I have to say, well, I, I, hot and re- it's but it has never to, ready. Listen, yeah. Little Caesars cold tastes like crap, but. Uh-huh. When it's re- piping hot out of the oven, it is fantastic. They have a $5 lunch special. You get like a 20-ounce soda, and the pizza comes out piping hot with pepperoni <laughs> for sad. 5 bucks. A fantastic deal. And pi- pizza it has something similar, but the pizza is a lot smaller, and it's just not as good. Uh, but I will say Papa John's, by the by even me, I won't eat Papa John's. That's the worst out of the chain pizzas. It just drives me crazy because, Harry, mm. I know a man of your means. You've had good pizza and you've had bad pizza, which is what you've just discussed. And you I, have. I, I, had, a, I had a beard winner, uh, winner for my wedding, right? You had, well, that's what I mean. It's like, I yeah. get it. It's, it's more money. And I understand in a pinch at a kid's party, it's cost effective. You get one of these dominoes, which uh, Brad, by the way, our friend Brad says Domino has made great strides in the last five years. But mm. for God's sake, treat yourself not right. Not of course you're not. I don't know. You just can't say it's good, Parlay Kid. You can't say it's good. You can't say, you know, uh, Harry, you live in 113 degree weather. You can't say, no, this is beautiful weather. Like, no, it sucks. It's uh, yeah. people, the human beings shouldn't live there, but you're used to it. That's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, look, I'm telling you. I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, pizza, Little Caesars. I mean, um, you guys can inform me. This is, uh, are they kind of like the same? It's, they're not the same company now, are they? Are they, no, is this still two separate so. entities that are, are doing this? It's all the same. Uh, it's been every yeah. Pizza Hut by us is closed. So right. uh, they're all closed now. 
Um, mm. The only time I'll see a pizza art is on my way upstate and very remote areas uh, of New York. Um, yeah, they're hiding. They ought to be ashamed. Uh, I've never been to a Little Caesars. <laughs> I don't even know if we have a Little Caesars here in New York, to be honest with you. Uh, mm. Domino's would be the go-to uh-huh. like, chain delivery pizza by far here uh, right. in New York. That's that's number one. Uh, and you know what? I would If I were to say so, I'd still prefer Chuck E. Cheese pizza over any of these. Uh, oh, pizzas. interesting. <laughs> interesting. All right. Well, I you have problems, what? too. Come I don't on. Know. You guys would say the same thing. I know you would. Listen, I, I just people get on like, oh, yeah, you have money. You could buy but, whatever but, pizza you Sam, want. I was like, I, you, make make your own pizza. We did it during the pandemic. The whole thing. We just bet fresh basil, mozzarella. Well, you get Sam, the dough. It's fun. Make it yourself. Course, I get it. It's not there for you at your door, but uh, how easy do you have to make it for yourself? Look, when when you're like, like us for hobnobbing with guys like Chris Bianco, award-winning right. pizza maker, maker yes. what, what, there's nothing better than that, right? So um, there you go. You, That's we, what the you know, NFL we, we, we've, should We've been do. spoiled. We've been spoiled. How many, Darren, how many pieces did you have at the wedding? Just curious. Uh, I had some. I, I, I thought the pizza we had, we had we had, had it the, the earlier that day, Harry. We that, had right. Yeah, we so. that's right. Harry wasn't with us. We went uh, right. that and hey, that pain was Bianco. What, maybe Pane, the best yeah. lunch I've had uh, <laughs> yeah. ever. Um, and the uh, it was it was fa- <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, Harry. And all the things Harry's a food stump about pizza does not seem to be one I of know. them. No, it's so mm. weird. It's so weird. I don't know. Whatever I and I get it. I, I don't know if, if the if the claim to fame is that it comes out hot like that's what you're yeah. saying the the, well, the little little it means does the world to, trust me it really does, does mean it doesn't sound ovens. like it but it does we own an to, oven that that that's their slogan we have an to oven. be fair yeah. as well Harry did play the part of Pizza the Hut in oh, uh, Spaceballs that's true <laughs> yeah. I didn't, yeah. he I did play that part that. so he that still <laughs> I, I did two days ago right. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to real stuff in a second. This baseball season, swing for the fences on FanDuel Sportsbook right now. I was tired. Uh, Harry, I'm in the middle of the ad here. I don't know what you do. Right now, new customers get $200 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code against the lots to get in on the action. FanDuel lets you bet the money line, home run props, strikeout totals, and so much more. Plus, combine your bets for an even bigger payday with the same game parlay. If you haven't tried FanDuel, now's the perfect time to give it a shot. Join with promo code against the odds and turn a $5 bet into a $200. Yes, free bet cavalcade. Win or lose exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Yeah, I hit my same game parlay. It's been a while, I'll be honest. Uh, with the Mets, Mets minus a run and a half. They beat up on the Brewers. Um, I had Alonzo to get an RBI. I had under 13 and a half. Uh, that was easy. That was just uh, an add on there. And I had Bassett five or more strikeouts. Bry, he had three, 92 pitches yeah, in. I didn't, think he, I didn't think he was uh, coming back for the sixth. Yeah, because he got yeah. his last, was his last batter strikeout? He kept getting double plays. He had three double plays. I was like, son of yeah, a bitch. Yeah, because I was following yeah. and it was like, right, wasn't he like six and two thirds at four strikeouts? And then he, I know he got that last he got that last batter yeah. of that inning out. So that was he yeah, had that four was in the huge. last two innings. So in the sixth, he finished wow. with two strikeouts to get me to five, but he ended up with seven. Anyway, the Mets are rolling. The Braves, no one's getting in their way. That's disgusting. So there you go. FanDuel, do it exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Promo code against all odds. Let's take a quick break and then we'll do NBA.
All right, we're back. I encourage you to listen to our NHL preview. We recorded, we posted it yesterday. Game one, I know, is tonight. Uh, we were posted it yesterday because you're probably going to want to listen to this three or four times. So, I mean, there's just little hints in there. Parlay kid, give it out. We got props. We got everything going on in the last, wow, the, the last series that means something for a little bit. Lightning and Avalanche. Check it out. The Avs are favored. We are going to preview game six in the NBA day early. We also have U.S. Open breakdown with author and friend Paul Kohorst. But let's do it, Brother Brian. Tomorrow, race to 10 Thursday. I think this is going to be our last one. Mm -hmm. In fact, it is. It race is. to 10, unless we do WNBA. I don't see the numbers up yet, though, for no, race to 10. No, we need some. They need, yeah, they need to do some of this stuff yeah. for some of these uh, female sports. All right, yeah. so FanDuel, we, we, now we've not been good. We were red hot no. for a while. I don't know what happened. This was, uh, what month were we hot and Harry? Was it like early May or on. something? Early was it on. No, early. Earlier than that? Early. Really? No. Uh, was it August? I don't even know. We're, we're, like, sure. we're like one. We're like one in our one, one in six in our last seven. All right, so you may like want that. to fade us with this, but Brother Bry is up. Um, he's won in the past. Fanduel puts up odds on who will score ten points first. We go on Twitter. We play for someone at home. One of the listeners, uh, subscribers, followers, and uh, we scream like maniacs. And it has not been fun the last few weeks. Going to be honest, Paul, like kid, you said it was used to be your favorite part of the week. Now you just want to get through it, right? Yeah, it's got to push through those. Uh, what's well, been about forty seconds of uh, actual uh, Jeez, interesting know. play for us. So that's right. he used that's to promote how it. this was sweeping the nation. It was it is. right, it, exactly it, it's sweeping us under a it really, rug. It really, it ever since Harry dropped the ball, going yeah, to right. uh, it, going to put the bet in. It's been mm-hmm. a disaster ever since that day. Mm. Uh, that Harry put that, a stink what all is that? over the this. footprint well, center. Yeah, that's right. I think we've yeah, like, well, like Harry left six his footprint then. all over uh, <laughs> uh, us yeah. uh, losing pretty much. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a uh, little Caesar sauce all <laughs> over it. I know. But uh, all right. So let's check it out. We have uh, let's get us right. Now. Let's get us uh, on the right track for next year, I guess. Bry. Yeah. So what is this? The Celtics are a big. I hate when it's this big, this discrepancy. Yeah. They don't help you here with this. So the race to 10 shows the home team Celtics minus 138 now. Good Lord. And the yep. Warriors plus 108. I have no idea. I have no angle on this. Brother Brian, it's all in your hands. Go ahead. All right, we're winning this one. We're going to oh, end okay. the season on a good note. We are t- we're going to be confident here. We haven't been too confident in the last one. We are going, we're taking the Celtics. I don't care. It's minus 138. All right. Three straight games. The home team has won easily. It's, it, they, it hasn't even been close in these three last home games. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the Celtics in game five, they were lifeless to come out of that game, right? They really struggled in that first quarter. Tatum never even wanted to shoot early on in that game. So I think they come out strong here. They defend really well. They know that. They know their season's on the line. So early on in that game, I like the Celtics. I'm going to keep it simple. I like it too. Let's do it. You do, Harry? Harry, put something substantial on it. You're going to put like 2760 to win 20 on it or something. That's, that's, don't don't do that. I was hoping Brian go that. All right. You did? Paulie Kid, you're good with that? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Paulie Kid, you're making it like this is all luck or something. Really? Come on now. We we got this. this is easy. Oh, <laughs> walk through this. All right. So we're taking the Celtics race to 10. We'll have a trivia question up there. So one of you guys or gals can play from home. Celtics minus four two ten. That's the number I'm looking at right now on Fandle Warriors to win the NBA crown. Uh, minus 400 Celtics to take the next two games is plus 310. 
Uh, we'll get into player analysis all we want. We're giving picks right now on the game. I'm not moving. I'm taking Celtics minus nine and a half plus 210, and I'm taking the Warriors minus nine and a half plus 40. Now, don't jump on with me now. Do it if you've been doing this with me for the last couple of weeks or three weeks or month. To keep keep it going, but don't jump on with me now because if you lose, I'm never going to hear the end of it. Um, I will tell you, 11 of the Warriors' last 12 have been decided by 10 or more points. 11 of the Celtics' last 14 have been decided by 10 or more points. I'm going to keep riding this. We may never see it again. Also, a reminder, this is interesting. Um, and we saw this uh, Parley kid. Now this is has to be updated. When the NBA final spread is six or less, the team that wins is 73-0-2 now. 73-0-2. Of the 75 teams, 43 were favored, covered 29 were a dog that pulled the upset. Three were a pick em. That's my pick. I'm staying there. Minus nine and a half, both sides, plus 210 and plus 440. One of them's winning. Polly Kid, you're just jumping on the Celtics side. That's respectable, too. Yeah, this is what I've been doing, right? I got burned last uh, time with it, thinking the Celtics uh, could uh, win a big one on the road. Uh, but as we discussed um, many times before, and Harry has brought this up many times, is, uh, you know, Harry, we've talked about when was the last time the Celtics lost two in a row, let alone three in a row, mm. right? I mean, so this, I would be, I would be really shocked. Um, uh, if the Celtics lost this game, I think they're, I, I really think they're winning this game. And we know if they win this game, they're most likely winning this game big. So I'm taking the 11 plus win margin here at plus 260 for the Celtics. Brown bounces back with a big game today. Celtics uh, win going away. So, well, let me ask you real quick and we'll get to the player props in a second. Curry will not probably score 16 again. He'll probably not go 0 for 9 again. Who, how did they make that up? You know what I'm saying? If we're going to add 10 points to Curry's total to a team that won by 10 already, who falters, do you think, Parlikin? Well, that's that's a good question. Probably Clay Thompson. Uh, right. He's been okay. pretty solid as of I'm late. Uh, mm-hmm. And I could see Wiggins, uh, he's been outstanding uh, the last two games. I don't think he will match what he's done either. I think he'll still be solid, but I think, you know, I could see him putting up more like the 14 points, uh, maybe Clay putting up 14, and that would make up the difference with Clay, uh, with Steph maybe possibly, probably getting about 14 more himself. So, right. And then, you know, Draymond had eight last game. I mean, he could have two today, right? right. So and Paul, just Paul hasn't things been like good that. on the road. All right, Darren we're gonna Paul, get. Yeah, Paul we'll get to it. It's you're right. There's a, there's a lot of room for all these guys who are, are uh, far from consistent. Um, also, Harry, I can't say you're far from consistent. Every single time you give the Celtics out, it's a loser. So uh, <laughs> go for it one more time. Look, I'm going back to the well uh, again. Like Parlay Kid said, I'm going another, same pick again as last uh, last game. I'm taking Boston minus one and a half in the first half tonight at minus one thirty eight. They're still four and two in the first half in the last six and four and two in the last six in the first half against Golden State. Uh, maybe the fans fans are going to be pumped up and and ready for this one. Maybe they get on Draymond a, a bit. Uh, they bounce back and have a better first half. Obviously, last game, they were awful shooting in the first half. Then you guys mentioned um, the um, 
Uh, Tatum didn't shoot really until like two minutes left in the first quarter, which is uh, crazy. Uh, looking for him to take charge here in the he first quarter as all. well. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's weird. He took the whole first quarter off basically, and then uh, was again kept up terrible shooting uh, on the road in the fourth quarter. Uh, we read Boston's that stat been pretty good in the first half too. So let's go minus right. one and a half. Well, Bri, you can't be as confident as you were maybe when you picked this because Harry's got him first half, but you might as well. We're rooting for them to score 10 first. Might as well root for them to win the quarter if we're rooting for I them know. to win the half and to win by 11 more, a little more. Yeah, right? so I'm ta- yeah, so I'm taking the quarter minus one and a half at minus 110. I know this is, you know, it's kind of like we're doing like a Russian doll thing here, right? Like we're taking the game, uh, the game halftime, quarter. Um, but you know, I, again, this correlates with my race to 10, even though we said it doesn't necessarily always correlate. Sometimes the race to 10 in the first quarter does flip. I will say what concerns me with this overall game. I do like what Kerr has done, uh, recently. I like some of his lineups he's put out there, especially some of the adjustments he's made. So I'm not overall confident in this game because I do think the Warriors some like they've uh, there's something that, you know, they've they found something out against the Celtics. Uh, you know, they've defended them a lot better. So uh, and I could see the Warriors go on a big second half run. But I do think the Celtics start fast in this game. I'd be All shocked right. if they don't come out and play really well. So I'm going to also take the minus one and a half here. They kind of have to. You would think yeah, Tatum would take, take a shot. Uh, I mean, if he doesn't take a shot in our race to 10, Parlay kid, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Oh, man. Right? Enough with that. Yeah, I let's know. get the I let's know. get the good guy shooting. Yes, uh, and I still like the Celtics in seven. That was my pick from the beginning, so I think they win this one, uh, and then obviously have to win actually the next two. This and then on Sunday on Father's Day they'll put it together. All right, right now it's time for our underdog pick of the week. Mine is Clay Thompson under four three pointers made. He's getting a lot of love. Maybe he should fourteen three pointers in the last three games. He's fixed what happened in the beginning of the series. Well, I don't believe that. Before that stretch, he had six of seven games with three three pointers or fewer. I think he reverts back to game one and two where he struggled behind the arc. The Celtics back against the wall, throw the kitchen sink defensively at Clay. Jalen Green primarily keeps to him, uh, keeps him to a modest number from long range. Polly Kid, give us your best underdog rivalry matchup. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to be taking Tatum getting a half a point here against Curry for this game. Some people may think I'm crazy for doing this, Sal, but Tatum's been solid. He's been solid. Curry, is he wearing down? He might be wearing down. He's a little banged up, a little bit more than Tatum. And here's what people are overlooking with Tatum. He has yet to have a really big game, but he is 18 for 35 from three. He's been dynamite for deep. If he can start converting inside the paint area, He'll take this game tonight and have more points than Curry. Let's go Tatum over Curry. Uh, and if, by the way, I'm getting a half. So if it's tie, I win. Let's take yeah. Tatum over Curry here. Oh, man. We are full on rooting for the Celtics. How gross. How gross. <laughs> it is be? gross. Yep. Sign up with the code Cousin Sal and you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. Deposit $100. Get $100 free. Yes. Underdog Fantasy. Promo code Cousin Sal or head to underdogfantasy.com or the app store and sign up for Underdog with the promo code Cousin Sal. Today, no waivers, trades, or lineup settings. Set it and forget it. It lets you draft the fantasy dream team in minutes. They have pick them games. You can win up to 20 times on your money in one night. Pick overs, pick unders, your favorite player stats to win big. And you can also pick from the rivalry section like the Parlay Kid just shows you. Pits two players against each other. 
do it. And best ball made it. Don't forget about that. You enter the contest on the underdog website or app, draft a team, and that's it. No waivers, no trades, no in-season management. Gives the best score each week of the season. This is NFL. We're talking highest scoring drafts at the end of the season. Wins. Do that. Again, first deposit up to $100. Double if you sign up with promo code Cousin Sal. That's four free entries into Best Ball Mania. Three, $10 million in total prize money. Do it up. All right, so you guys have a couple of uh, props too. Harry, Draymond Green made us eat our words the other night. We said maybe his over-under should be two and a half points. And he had... I don't know. What did he have? Eight with four minutes left in the first half. The total is still at seven and a half for him. His point total. Yeah, he had uh, he had his best game of the series, but still now I'm still going to go under seven and a half points at minus one sixteen. Sal back in the garden. Fans will be nuts. Draymond has another bad road game. Four straight games. That's not in the garden, Boston. Harry. Don't call that the garden. <laughs> Parley kid, you uh, should have objected to that. He calls that the guard. Back in the garden. Well, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, four straight games in Boston. He's gone under seven and a half points. And in the two games in Boston, the finals here, he's gone two points in both of them. He's two, 11, two for 11 total uh, in Boston in the, in the series um, from the field. 0 for 4 from 3. And for the entire series, he's 0 for 11 from three-point range. Uh, Boston should just let him have that shot if he wants it all night long. I'm going to go under seven and a half points with Draymond. All right, brother Bry. Wow. So going a little bit against Parlay Kids uh, bet here that Tatum will outscore Curry, unless you think Tatum is also going to have a Yeah, I mean, Tatum can still have a big game, but yeah, I'm going to take Curry over four and a half threes. Again, keeping this somewhat simple. Uh, we know Steph's going to bounce back in this game, right? We'll, we'll, we'll never see... Uh, we might never even see another regular season game where Steph goes 0 for 9 at home from three. He bounces back here. He's had five or more threes in, in game games one through four. He'll have a stretch in this game where he gets hot and hits, you know, three in a row here. So I think he he's he's gonna get five or six tonight. What are the they have adjusted threes for him? They must at this point. On the um let me see. Player threes. Oh yeah, right? oh yeah, they they do. And I said tonight, but I meant tomorrow. No, sorry. He uh so his over under is four and a half, but to make five or more oh wait, they have Steph Curry all threes. Yeah, they don't let you. Oh, is it? Where is it? Oh, they don't really have. What do they have? Over, they have over five, over five and a half as plus one ninety four. Can we get an over like seven and a half? There's no. It's weird. Uh, they, have the, an, the, they have under seven and a half. I they know the numbers over. are all over the place. All right, Randall, give us some bigger uh, Steph options here. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they're afraid like everybody else that Steph's going to well, have like ten threes here. There's definitely some special things that Fanduel has where you like right. Steph eight three pointers tonight. That's on like some other special. Oh, that stuff. is on the specials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So check that out. Go to Fanduel. Same game parlays. They have uh, Steph specials. They have Jalen Brown specials. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. All right, right now, let's take care of this U.S. Open talk. Yes, tees off tomorrow. Lot to talk about. Let's bring him on. Our guest, he's a golf nut, an author, a producer, a fantasy football stablemate. You can find his work, Club Pro Guys, other black book, where fine books are sold. It's the Dutch mook himself, Paul Kohlers. What's happening, Paul? Hey, Sal. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's great to have you. Hey, how is this book? Uh, how is your book selling in Saudi Arabia right now? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I was I was thinking about that. Um, you know, I'm sitting here, been tweeting all week, complaining about this thing, like I'm on my high horse. Uh-huh. But, uh, then again, I wrote jokes for Ryan Seacrest for two years. So who am I? <laughs> like, right, right, know? right. Exactly. I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take the money. well that's the thing right so what it's it's many fewer tournaments to make the same money um golfers 150 and below it it makes 
much more sense for them to take the money. Right. And yet um, this guy's kind of a murderer. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to look at it because I know it's a slippery slope. You start looking into the sponsors of some of these tours and guess what? The PGA, which, um, mostly, uh, caters to, um, older white men. I'm sure they have some skeletons in their closet too, but is this overall a failure for the PGA? I'm, I'm trying to think like where it went wrong. Did, did the LIV or the live see that Tom Brady's playing Bryson DeChambeau every other week and say, okay, we're going to make our move now. Like what, what, where did it go wrong? Well, I think some people said the biggest issue is the structure of the way the PGA Tour is is um, is made. Mm-hmm. It, it's a nonprofit, basically, and I think the guys are missing out on the big revenue that comes with um, with uh, the TV contracts and all that. So they need to restructure it so that the players are getting some of that money. You know, that seems the big issue. But you know, there are all these guys that find themselves in this gap. You know, Luke Donald, Hunter Mayhan. Anthony Kim, there's a tons of guys who had these incredible careers, David Duvall, you know, into their thirties. And then, you know, they kind of lost their game. And so if they could find this bridge between being basically retired at 35 and, and the senior tour at 50, and they can make themselves relevant. Is there a bridge? You're saying there's a bridge to Saudi Arabia? (laughs) Because that makes it much, much more appealing. I think. I mean, the Saudis have, that's the kind of money they have. It goes straight from Saudi Arabia down to South Florida. I mean, gas must be ridiculous to make that trek, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Well, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and then you have Brooks Kepka says yesterday that all the live questions are throwing a, a black cloud over the U S open, which, um, first of all, I think that's a little racist, but also could you see him leaving too? I mean, are most of these guys just going to leave for this? I think that, um, I think that the guys who left this first week did, did a big favor uh-huh. for a lot of these guys who want to do it now, because slowly as these names trickle out, you know, there's less and less heat to go around. And, and these, some of these names that uh, have come out are, are, are names that people, you know, guys love to kind of hate a little bit anyway, Sergio, Ian Poulter, I guess Reed is, is headed out uh-huh. Bryson. And so those guys are going to catch so much heat. So there's guys like there's guy like Taylor Gooch who, who came out, you know, um, there, there's going to be plenty of cover now. And, um, you know, look, I think all of us golf fans, um, who are holding out for the golfers of the world to take a moral stand against Saudi Arabia are really, uh, are, you Ain't know, gonna happen. Pretty, pretty unrealistic to think that they are going to be this, uh, bastion of, uh, this pillar of morality, you know? Right. Yeah. It's not happening. Uh, speaking of let's, let's look at this leaderboard here for the U S open Rory favored 10 to one. Uh, it's one last week, right? What, what tournament was that last week? I bet him. I don't even know what tournament it was. RBC Canadian. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Justin Thomas, 12 to one Rom 15 Scheffler 15. And then you get into all the camp, like the next six cams are, um, are right in there somewhere. I don't know. Cam Smith is 21 to one. Uh, this course though, Mo crazy. First of all, they call it the country club. That's, that is lazy. I, well, I, I imagine like a couple rich mass holes got drunk and named this thing. Um, but also it's in Boston, it's Brookline. It's the second smallest greens in recent major championship history behind Pebble beach. We've seen videos of the ball landing in the middle of the fairway, yeah. like 270 yards and then rolling into the Boston Harbor. I don't know what the hell body of water that is, but um, well, is this going to be more of a disaster than, than people are making out to be? Well, it seems to me what, what I'm most interested in is, is we have the small greens ability to hit greens. The greens are very undulating and putting will be a challenge, but I do think the putting um, uh, putting will not be, I think as important as the ability to actually just 
hit a lot of greens and especially a lot of blind tee shots. Um, uh, it's not a long course. It's going to be about 72 50. So it's not going to be the longest course out there, mm-hmm. but hitting greens, I think will make the biggest difference for these guys. I got a dog in here on that side. Look at that. <laughs> all right. That means bet the dog. Uh, actually everyone's a plus. So I don't even know what that means, but all right. So get us started. Who do you like? Then we'll go around the uh, horn here and we'll, we'll pick who, who's your favorite to win. Well, the, the, the interesting thing about this tournament is there's so many players out there or popular players that you can find a reason to bet for him. Justin Thomas's form has been great. Um, he came off a PGA that he won this PGA kind of out of nowhere. He's played a bunch of great rounds this year. Rom's going to go for this repeat. And of course it seems to set up well for him. Rory's recent form has been phenomenal. Scheffler has, his form has been great, but I'm going to go Justin Thomas. His last four events, fifth place, first place, a miscut, which she was probably mostly just hung over from winning the PGA the week before, and a third place. He's first place in strokes getting off the tee this year. He's fourth in greens and regulation. He has a couple top tens in U.S. Opens. And you know what I've really been impressed with? He played some rounds this year that were some of the grittiest rounds that I've seen. He had the wrong side of the draw in that PGA championship. So he had horrible weather he had to endure uh, and had the toughest conditions to endure. And then in the, the Players' Championship also – he uh, had a horrible draw in that event, and he played an incredible round, making up tons of strokes in the field in the worst of the weather. And that's exactly the kind of round and the kind of golf these U.S. Opens always demand. So I would love to see – I would not be surprised to see JT, instead of having to really push from the back, just kind of come out from the from the beginning and really have a, a great performance. All right. Harry, uh, I know you like Justin Thomas in the past, but you're going Scheffler here. It's hard now. I mean, 15 to one, uh, it's last 11 tournaments, got four wins uh, and a second, uh, second in greens and regulation, third in birdies. His putting has been just tremendous. So many saves on uh, when he could have been in a lot of trouble and he's making 15 footers to save himself. And by the way, just throw in, he's just show how dominant he has been. He's first in FedEx points. And that's by over a thousand points over Sam Burns. No one's even close. So I'm going to take Scheffler. Why not? At 15 to one, he's 15 to one. He's been fantastic. I don't even know what that made FedEx. I might have 300 FedEx points for all that, but, but it seems impressive. (laughs) I will say this. The last month he hasn't been great though. Has he Scheffler? I know I bet him last weekend. Uh, He didn't do well. Uh, Paul, you came on, you came on for the PGA. He said, you got to cover him because you're not going to want to feel good about you. You want to feel good about yourself Sunday. Right. Uh, with the PGA championship, you, you liked him. He, uh, he did. And look, I, I actually see, like, you know, I like that play. I mean, 1200 for JT and he's, his form has been as good as anybody on tour still throughout the year. It's been phenomenal. And it's, you know, plus 1500 versus plus 1200 on, on JT that I'm pushing. You can't go wrong with Scheffler. I love that play. All right. Parley kid. I looked at this too. The mid ranger. I kind of like uh, Matt Fitzpatrick here. Yeah, so I'm uh, landing here is Matt Fitzpatrick, Sal. Uh, you know, one of the things I always do is to see, like, how do these guys play at this course before? Well, you might say, well, maybe these guys haven't really played too much at this course. Fitzpatrick won this, uh, the U.S. Amateur Tournament back in 2013 here at this course. He's comfortable here, plays well here. And as we're saying, this this, this course doesn't play long. And what Fitzpatrick really excels at is, like, in the, his short game. Right. He's not great off the tee. He's not a great driver, but the rest of his game is really outstanding, which should play well here. He's had a good in the last year. He's had 
Uh, seven top 10 finishes. Okay, going back from around this time last year, back to this calendar part of the year. He's been solid. He was 10th last week, finished strong, uh, having uh, going three under on the uh, final day at the RBC Canadian Open last week. Uh, he was 14th at the Masters uh, a couple months ago. Uh, he's going to be in contention here, so I'm pretty convinced of it. All right. Are you sure that's the Fitzpatrick who's excelled on this Boston mm. course? I mean, there's so many Fitzpatrick. It's got to be a thousand of them. <laughs> this is uh, true. All right. I will. Uh, let me jump on. Oh, no, Brian, you like um, you're going Zalator. So I think is the Fandle the biggest liability I read on Fandle. Yeah. Well, I wanted to take Spieth. And then like 10 minutes before we did the podcast, I heard, he, you know, he left practice early. He might be sick. So I am taking yeah. Zalator at 27 to one. You know, he, he's been playing re- exceptional uh, this season. Right. He finished fifth at the Memorial two weeks ago. Second at the PGA Championship. Six at the Masters has 10 top 10 finishes in 17 events. He's second tee to green. You know, it's it's really it probably come. You know, for him, it probably comes down to putting, right? If he can get his putting right, uh, he can definitely win this thing. So I, I liked him at twenty seven to one. Yeah, the Mook says putting doesn't matter in this tournament. All right. <laughs> well, feel a little <laughs> I'm, I'm valuing I'm valuing ball striking over putting on this one. Uh, that's for sure. Because here's like, for example, you, you know, you're talking about the second smallest screens. Look at Pebble Beach, a golf course with the small screens of a major. The, the biggest issue is your position on those greens, right? You know, if you're hit, if you're putting yourself in the right position on those greens, if you're below the hole consistently, those are not challenging greens. If you are out of position and not ball striking, don't have control of control of your golf ball. That's where you're going to have real insane putting problems. And so the great ball strikers, those are the ones that I, I do have more faith in on greens like that. All right. How about this? Because it's such a quirky course. I'm going with a guy like Shane Lowry. Not like him. Exactly like him. Shane Lowry, 30 to 1 odds. First of all, he's paired with Phil and Louis O. So you might have that LIV grudge. Do you say live or LIV, Paul? What what is it? No is one it? knows. Okay. <laughs> I'm on I'm right. on, I am a golf obsessive. I have no freaking clue if it's yeah. live, if it's LIV, if it's 45. Because I was just gonna say, what is the Greek number? Is it 45? That's it's, what it is. Oh no, yeah. no, it's fit. 55? Well, I, know, I think it's 50. It's 54. 54, it's 54 right. Because they play 54 whole events. I have no idea what it is. Oh, that's, that's failure, what it is. A failure on Greg Norman's part. Oh, that's really what it is? It, it's it's yeah. it's catered 50, after the 54. Oh, okay. 54 whole events. Interesting. All right. Well, Lowry's your guy here. Tied for third at the Masters. I know it's a different course. I don't like saying this, but he's made six of the last seven cuts at the U.S. Open. But it's a different course, so it's stupid. Um, ninth in fairways gained, first in good drives gained, third in GIRs gained. You know me with the GIRs. Um, Can't you know, get enough of them. 25th or better in five of the last six majors. Of his last 10 starts, finished in the top five three times, finished in the top 20 in six of those 10. Just the kind, like I said, of quirky golfer who doesn't let a weird course like this affect him. I think he's uh, good to go at 30 to 1. What else you got, Paul, for like a long shot or a prop? Well, Harry and I talked about this briefly in the PGA championship. Uh, I put like a, like five or six single unit plays on some kind of 70 to one type guys. Mm-hmm. And one of them happened to be Mito Pereira. And with a great thing that put me in this position on that Sunday round to live bet and hedge a whole yeah. bunch. So I got to, you know, Zalatoris, I got to put Zalatoris at the beginning of that round at decent odds. And then when it, at the very end where it seemed like basically it was JT, uh, Mito or Zalatoris, I was able to actually make a nice profit even when Mito melted down. So I really do. If you're going to watch it on Sunday, if you're in a place where you can live bet it, 
I like having five or six bets on some of those longer guys. So some names you could be put some money on there. I like Seamus Power. I think he's around 90. Uh, Sebastian Munoz, Sebastian Munoz, Davis Riley, and the local guy, Keegan Bradley. You know, I like having some of those guys because maybe they won't win, but they can, even if they're there on Sunday, give you an opportunity to put a bigger, a bigger play on someone right. else who's, who's lingering there. Right. Okay. That's smart. Paul, I do have a Paul. I do want to say, I do like the power too a little bit. He tied for ninth at the PGA, but what about a guy like, uh, on the European tour? I know you scope out that plenty too. Victor Perez, Frenchman. Uh, he won the Dutch open. He's th- he was third at the European no, open. No way. At pl- top 20, you know, for six, six, 50. He's been playing really good uh, <laughs> golf of late. Uh, you know, I gotta say my, I have, I have not been on Victor Perez, but you know what, Harry, I'm always on you. So I might <laughs> nice, nice Paul. I don't, nobody likes Played that. Played very well lately. Don't say that. Harry said he had a question for you. What's the question? And maybe now I was going to say, I was, I was going to ask, uh, yeah, Paul, like I know, um, at eight years ago, tw- at 25, Rory won his fourth major. And we thought, you know, oh, here we go at 25. This guy's the greatest yeah. thing ever. He's going to have 10 by now. You know what? He hasn't had one since since 2014. Uh, Sal mentioned he's 10 to one. He's also top five at plus 190 uh, plus top 10 plus 115. Um, his last five tournaments, he's been fantastic. Uh, he's finishing the top 20 in all of them. And he's got four top. There's uh, no fives, question. I was just kidding. Mass- There's no question. He's <laughs> and, uh, just wants to show and, and, and he shot a 62 in the last eight Canadian Open. We Do you give him a shot? There. Does he does he does that's when he gets it again? Well, I think he's one of those guys that we all love him, but he's but he has now for a decade broken our hearts over and over again because we see that swing and 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 you know we we everyone I know is a golf puncher has played him a whole bunch and has just had their heart broken in so many consecutive majors with 30 some odd majors in a row now. Mm-hmm. So and, and an interesting thing also is um in the modern open era, no player has won a PGA tour event the week before and then won the open the following week. So, oh, wow. you know, that doesn't necessarily bode well, but you know, uh, you know, his putting over the last month has been yeah. the best I've seen it in a long time. Give us some time. numbers. Give us some numbers. Harry, I dare you to bet him. I know what I see. Bet him. As soon as I bet him, it falls apart. I dare you to bet him, Harry. Maybe maybe on Saturday. We'll see. What's a a good long shot from you, Parley Kid? Well, so I I saw this ringer special on FanDuel. Oh, please. Uh, Did you see these ringer specials? What's the ringer? Is it still around, the ringer? Wow, I haven't heard anyone talk about that. I couldn't believe it. That's why I was like, I guess I got to have to throw them a little bit of a bone here. They probably could use it, right? So, uh, yeah, so this is on FanDuel and, um, Sal, you know, I like these, I like the, I used to always like making the, uh, to make the cut parlays. Right. Uh, and this Mm -hmm. enables me to do this right here with five players, three of them who, uh, we just picked here that you guys, that you, Brian and Harry picked to make the cut. So Uh, I have have a chance to make the cut. Uh Salatoris to make the cut. Uh Lowry to make the cut. Uh Tony Finau to make the cut. And this is the guy I know who will screw me. So I'll just say it now. Xander <laughs> Schauffele to make the cut um, at plus 280. Right. So we talk about guys who like, like Matt, bad. you know, Rory yeah. who screw us all the time. Schauffele is like kryptonite. Anytime I ever take the guy in anything, he never comes through. But I kind of like that at plus 280 with would. Who, uh, Paul, who out of all those five guys would you think would not make the cut? Scheffler, Finau, Schauffele, Zaltoris, Lowry. Who well, would you I, think? 
has I probably least only, chance to make. I would probably say Finau is my more my kryptonite guy, but but Finau has been playing fantastically. And you know, there's a point. There's a point to be made that um, the U.S. Open, especially of the last few years, uh, I'm like look look dating back to the last 20 years, has been a power course. I mean, look at the the winners have been DJ, Tiger Woods, Brooks, Gary Woodland, Bryson, John Rahm, powerful, strong guys. And Mm -hmm. he very much, you know, it fits that bill, you know, that build. So, um, yeah, you know, I guess I do like Finau, but yeah, I could see uh, him or Xander um, having me pull my hair out. But that said, I like that bet. All right, plus two eighty, nice. not bad uh, for like uh, those five. Awesome. All right, uh, brother Brian, we've uh, certainly given uh, Justin Thomas enough love uh, over Rom. Yeah, I'm taking him in the matchup over Rom. It's pretty much even money here. But yeah, like Paul was saying, JT's been fantastic of late. Three top five finishes in his last four tournaments. Nine top tens in his last fifteen. He was awesome in the RBC on Sunday, with the exception of that terrible tee shot that he had on seventeen. Oh that, yeah, that screwed me. That screwed me right there. But I think right now he's just playing a little bit better at the moment than Rom here. So I, I think he's, you know, I like him top five play, top 10 play, but I, I like him, uh, I think, the most over Rom. Harry, you're shorting uh, Morikawa here. I, I, what's what's happened to him? He's real. I mean, I, I guess you got a lot of these young. There's just everybody's 24 years old and hits the ball well. And just um, and so you can't expect them to come back every week uh, to repeat. But you're you're going Finau over Morikawa, right? Yeah, Finau over Markow for the entire tournament at minus 112. Uh, Paul mentioned uh, Finau's been fantastic lately. Fourth and second in his last two tournaments. He played the weekend last week in Canada, shot 62-64. Meanwhile, yeah, Morikawa, frankly, has not been good. Uh, Hasn't hit in a top 25 in five straight tournaments, and he hasn't shot lower than a 70 in 12 straight rounds. I got Finau over uh, Morikawa at minus 112. I think that should be a little higher. Mm. All right. Uh, I am going with, uh, I guess I'm all foreigners here because I like Lowry and I like Fleetwood. Uh, And plus, I think the foreigner to win is plus 240 or non-US. I'm sorry. European is plus 240. Mm. I really shouldn't just put people in two buckets. I got to do my research in terms of... uh, should have taken a humanities class somewhere along the line. Uh, he doesn't win in the U.S. I don't need him to here to get top 20, two to one odds. Uh, tied for 16 or better in five of his last nine starts. Two top five finishes at this event. Again, again, it's not the we can't really uh, hold him to what he shot at Shinnecock and say, well, it's going to transfer to Brookline. But top 15 at the Masters, top five at PGA. Good work at the majors. I'm going Fleetwood top 20, two to one. Another one who's kind of disappeared, Mook, right? Like not normally in Sunday contention, but I just read you the numbers. He, he, he kind of is um, quietly under the radar doing good work, right? I think it's another guy with it that a lot of us have played for a while and to a lot of disappointment. And as a result, I think there's been a little bit less enthusiasm about, about backing him. Yeah, that's what happens. All I got right. two more plays though, that I'm Go really ahead. excited about. And Dude, it's give us one of those guys. that's like a plus eight doesn't belong on the tour was washing cars last week. Uh, we, we, we love that. We all jumped on it last time. And I think it got us, we pushed with it the first day and then we went back to it Friday and the guy was like plus eight in the first. Yeah, that was, yes. And uh, was that? so I got a double Bryson fade play though. So in, in round one, um, Justin Rose is playing Bryson and Gary Woodland. You know, of all the golf and sanity this week, Justin Rose bogeyed the last hole to shoot a 60 in Canada yeah. last week. And yeah. this was like, that's still a huge deal. There have been a few more 59s now, but to almost join the 59 club is a mm-hmm. huge thing. 
And I can see Justin, who's been a good U.S. Open player, uh, kind of parlaying that. He's plus 145 over Bryson, and Bryson's health is still a total question mark. He's also notoriously thin-skinned. Uh, Massachusetts, you know, the, the Massachusetts fans, I'm sure, are going to take every opportunity to crawl up his ass because that's oh, yeah. fun. And Woodland <laughs> has been very – Woodland's been terrible. I think he's missed four out of his last six cuts. So I think I like that play. Justin Rose plus 145 in round one to be Bryson and Gary Woodland. And I also like Bryson minus 235 to miss the cut. I mean, he's missed, like I said, hmm. he missed four out of his last five cuts. And his health is a mystery. And I think he's going to catch a lot of heat from the live tour stuff or the, the uh, uh, whatever you want to call it. And um, I think he'll catch some heat this week. And I think it'll get under his uh, skin a little bit. And uh, he'll be happy to be uh, getting a fat paycheck in Portland in a few weeks. You know, if you could find it, it's hard to find. I'm not sure that Fandle has it, but I, I love betting players to not make the cut, but also to not make the top 40 because last mm-hmm. at the PGA, if you had Kepka and Tiger to not make the cut, you lost. But if you had them to not make the top 40, you, mm-hmm. you won. So uh, look for that and look for uh, the Mooks Warriors to blow this 3-2 advantage. Now, what <laughs> happens? Is it over? Hey. Hey, I, I think I, I gave everyone Warriors and five versus Dallas last time I was here. So um, you no, were confident. I, yeah, you did. You like that Memphis thing was stupid. You did. You like them over. What are you feel? You must be feeling confident the rest of the way. Steph Curry was garbage and you you prevailed. Oh, I feel I feel, <laughs> I, feel I feel great, you know, but I'm, I'm at the point now where I, after the games, I'm 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 ferociously looking for a scrap on Twitter. Anyone who disrespects the Warriors, I'm I'm losing my no. mind over this thing. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so happy the Warriors have a chance to do it again. It's been absolute pleasure, uh, you know, pleasure to watch it. And uh, yeah, I I think that they get it done. Actually, in a, a game six, Clay does what he does. Uh, oh, I think no. Steph goes for you know close to forty again. I think they wow. finish it in in Boston. Wow. Interesting. Any way that Steph doesn't win MVP if the Warriors win? I mean, I know there's a way, but it, what if he, if he steps Rachel on the Nichols court? Still, at the does US. Rachel Nichols still get MVP vote? <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> I think we're sleeping on that. Yeah. No, I don't. I think I think it's uh, I think it's pretty done. I think that um, it's interesting. I've been so fo- following the series so closely, and to actually just see the complete pendulum swing of every game of like, Oh, it's yeah. all about Steph. Oh, game two is like a new Dre. It was all about Draymond. Draymond's had a terrible series. He had one good, decent game. And all of a sudden it's Draymond's influence that can Tatum be stopped. So this, the pendulum swings and who knows back to back Wiggins, crazy games could go well, back to back to back insane right. Wiggins games. If he does something awesome in, in game six, again, you know, he could get, you could Iguodala steps and finals MVP, yeah. but no, I think I think if we win this, especially if Steph goes for you know more than twenty five in Game Six, I think it'd be a done deal. He's a sentimental choice. All right, Mook, it's always a pleasure. Uh, I'm going to give you some free bet. What what are your free bets? You want to announce them on the air, or you want to text me afterwards? Oh, you know, I'll take that Justin Rose play for sure. I, I'm really excited about that one. <laughs> okay, was that and, plus forty uh, over one forty over one forty five over Bryson, Bryson and, and Woodland? Gary Woodland? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Paul, that was a cra- that was that was around so crazy. Three bogeys, three, three bogeys in that three round too. Three eagles, it's yeah. absolute insanity. Um, and no, I'll put my money where I'm going to ride with anyone who's sitting listening to my predictions. I'm going to ride with them. So I'll take Justin Thomas. I'll take Will <laughs> Dal Torres. Uh, you know, uh, I'll go with those. Okay, 
All right. There you go. Good job by you. Thanks for coming on. What's the book? Tell everyone to go out there and get it. Uh, the, oh, man. Just root for me uh, playing in the Washington State Amateur Golf Championship. <laughs> okay. uh, North Bellingham uh, Golf Course. You know, I probably got to fire a 75 to make it to uh, to the next round. And, uh, yeah, I think there's have live scoring up in the Washington State uh, uh, golf app. So just, just nice. positive vibes on Friday. I need it. I will nice. send the positive vibe. Just remember, this is not about putting. Honestly, I know you have it in your head about it. It's about putting, but it's not <laughs> just get close to the, um, the pen. You'll be fine. I might even bring a putter. Maybe I'll be like Phil to bring two drivers or something Good. like that. I'll really overthink the whole thing. Yeah. You should be exactly like Phil, whatever you do. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate nice it. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Paul. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Good luck, Paul. Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah. All right. There he is. The Dutch move. There you go, Harry. You love that guy. Oh, it's love. It's a great. lot of fun. Uh, Harry is making us pick a, a, I can care less now that um, Tennessee beat me up, but we need a <laughs> NCAA baseball world series pick. Go ahead, Harry, jump in. I don't even know who you like here. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Texas at plus four fifty. Uh, they got a couple uh, studs on the team. There's a guy Ivan Melendez. He's got 32 home runs this year. That's the most in college baseball since 2003. Uh, also, Skyler Messenger batting 542 with a 708 slugging percentage uh, since the postseason started, and since the postseason started, Texas is averaging nine runs a game. Give me the Longhorns. All right. Hook them horns, baby. Hook them Ryan, horns. you seem to be following this. I think you like, like one of the SEC I, teams. Is it all? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of SEC teams. I, I did like, I, I'm i kind of rooting for Auburn. I just didn't know if they had enough hitting based on what I saw in, in, in some of their games. But I'm going to actually say Texas A&M at plus 550. Right now, they're the fifth. They're Or actually, I guess Notre Dame, Arkansas, and Texas are tied for third for odds. But I thought... I thought Texas A&M, just watching some of their games, I thought they were one of the best teams that I saw that was left. Mm-hmm. And against the SEC, like, I think they're like 16 or 17 and three in their last 20. Um, and they've just played really well against the other SEC, SEC teams, especially later on in the season. So, uh, again, just what I've seen from them, I kind of like them at the plus 550. What is it, four to eight or SEC teams? Ole Miss, um, Auburn, A&M, Arkansas? Yeah, and then the funny thing is you have Oklahoma and Texas who will eventually be right. Oh, let's just do team. that. So what's Stanford and Notre Dame waiting for? All right, yeah. uh, Paul's kid, you got a feel for this? <laughs> yeah, I just thought, so I'll just go with Arkansas. Kind of, I you know, it's a team that maybe underachieved a little bit this year. Uh, I have a great mm-hmm. player named Caden Caden uh, Wallace uh, on their roster that uh, should lead the way. Uh, and I like I said, just because at one point. Uh, you know they might have uh you might have gotten uh you know more like plus 350 i'm getting plus 550 for them here in this tournament so i'll just roll with a team that maybe underachieved maybe this is the te- time they really get it going all right i am going uh i don't know what i'm going to do I, I should have someone though <laughs> does this start friday afternoon is this starts back up is that when this is yeah okay yeah, yeah. i'm going to go texas a&m then nice. you know my reasons. You know my reasons. No, I have, I have no, I have no reasons. <laughs> Plus five fifty. Uh, there you Scott, go. Scott's uh, not happy. Scott, I know Scott's happy with Harry, right? He took yeah. your Longhorns. That's the right pick. Also, I love that uh, this particular bracket, whether oh, Texas A and M, OU, Notre Dame, it's like the most uh, obnoxious, egotistical fans you'll ever have in one bracket. <laughs> the, the arrogance yeah. alone. There you wow. go. Yeah, we. Uh, Nice. We just got the Rangers out of the way and hopefully the Celtics. And now we got this uh, nonsense going on. All right. There you go. 
Uh, that'll do it for another episode of uh, Against All Odds for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, for Hook'em Horn, Scott Holmes, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-